All right, my friends, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Dr. Vikram Rai, and today I have Sabrina Runbeck. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me, background uh, and Thanks everyone for listening in. We know you're busy. You're doing so many things um, for yourself, for your patients, for your family, and you choose to be here with us. So we appreciate you. Yes. So guys, Sabrina is a real all-star. She's a cardiothoracic surgeon uh, PA. She's worked at some of the top hospitals all over the country, including Houston Methodist, the VA hospital, Meridian Health, Carl Hospitals in Chicago, all these hospitals. And she's starting to transition into becoming a thought leader for women, for entrepreneurs, for Asians. And I'm really proud to have her on the podcast. Uh, her podcast is called The Provider's Edge, and it's getting thousands of downloads. She's written two books, Asian, um, Asians, uh, Asian Women Who Boss Up. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And, and then The Sacred Redesign. She's a master of efficiency and peak performance, and I'm just proud to have her on the podcast. Sabrina, welcome to the show, and let's get right into it. Tell me, what, is, what does it mean to you to be efficient? Yeah, I think efficient to me means I get to do what I want to do the way that I want to do it with the least amount of time with the maximum effort. Uh, sorry, the least amount of time and effort was the maximum of output. And that output, of course, is different for everyone. And that's okay. I just wanted to have the way that I wanted to produce with the people that I want to serve. How did you transition from being a cardiothoracic PA into this new field? <laughs> I, when I was little, I was just like a, such a busy bee. I'm the only girl in the family. Asian family is all boys. And uh, I think it's even from a little, I have that competitive edge where grandparents, everyone who I met, it's like, oh, just get a good job. Do your thing. Marry off. You should be fine. Why are you having kids? Right. All those kind of conversation. 
But to me, that's not what success, what I see my life mission is. So I gone through two bachelors, two masters, getting to medicine and um, start working with these really worldwide known surgeons and large hospital system where people fly in to see us. And then at those moments, I felt like, yes, I made it, right? Like the resumes build up, uh, people are seeing us. But then because of that, it tend to be, you never leave. You feel like there's endless thing that you can do. There's always a consult. Let me just add this patient in for tomorrow's case. It never ending to the point there are one month, I was in a hospital 28 days straight. And I happened to have a young patient just in our age, early thirties, had four time redo for endocarditis. I saw him every day and he knew exactly when I saw him. And to that point, I started realizing, oh my gosh, is that my life? And I started getting sick a lot myself where I end up having to even scrub in and, uh, and coughing my lung out. And my scrub nurse will be like, oh, uh, let me sneak in some cough drop and uh, Tylenol day close for you. And realizing, do we all got to the point of we feel this is it. This is how it's supposed to be, right? This is the uh, way that everyone has to come through and just uh, so acceptable to the point of how are other high functioning people, uh, whether they're in business, in law, in medicine, in sports, be able to do that and then still feel good while they're going it and feel the energy and momentum and not feel like, oh, you're just always a starter, but never finish Right. And so that's when I start looking back into what I have done before medicine, which is the neuroscience of public health. And what I studied back then was self-care, self-efficacy and uh, self-management. And it really clicks in a way. It's like, how did you forget everything we learned? Right. And do we become so obsessed of just doing and um, learning and moving forward and start forgetting how to adapt our knowledge into a better way? So then I had to so, really. So, so Rina, let me, let me ask you a question. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. That story, because I know a lot of the doctors who are listening to this podcast all over the country, they're in your shoes. They're saying, man, yeah, I, I, I remember when I work, you know, two weeks straight, three weeks straight, you know, sometimes our partners are on vacation, so they have to cover or like, you know, they're, they're just starting their practice and they're just going all in because, you know, they're trying to meet overhead and, and, and really make their practice successful. Um, this can lead to burnout, physician burnout. This can lead to overwhelm. This can lead to stress. This can lead to uh, dissatisfaction of the job. And then it looks like it even affected your health, right? You're saying you're coughing, you're, you're not feeling well, you're not, you know, and, and the thing is we're told just to muscle on. You, we as doctors or, you know, car, uh, practitioners, uh, as, as medical practitioners, we don't take days off. We, it's seemed weak. It seemed, you know, not um, sort of uh, masculine or feminine enough, whatever. So tell me how that started building your, your, your mindset model, your, this neuroscience model of how to now take these same people and help them become, you know, the next level of high performance. Yes. So I dived 
deeper into performance science and took what I have done before medicine and um, and look for who are the biggest known people right now in the industry from uh, Brendan Bouchard, Darren Hardy, from all these people who have studied, right? And even look into from what even Brittany Brown studies on authenticity representing yourself. And it all come down to, we have the tendency in medicine of finding out problems instead of, of finding out what's right, what works for me. Let's uh, make sure that when we look into our patient as that individual, right? We can take that into ourselves. What makes sense for me? Instead of trying to adapt in all these different ways, and let me figure out my own tendency. So one of the components that I focus on is positive intelligence. That means even though we have sabotaging tendency, that's okay, right? They're just personas. They're something from our past that we've created. But if we even know what they are, we can call them out quicker. And then we won't get trapped into, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't so, have So that. Sabrina, these these PQs, this positive intelligence quotient that you're going to talk about uh, from um, Dr. Shermin from uh, Stanford. Tell me about like, how, how do you, how would I use that? If, if I'm a person and I'm trying to do introspection and say, Hey, um, I have these saboteurs that come and, 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 you know, mess me up consistently internal saboteurs. Give me an example of what you use with your clients or with how you use it on yourself. Yeah, so one of my clients, she's a neuropathic doctor. So uh, she has a therapist that started for three months. Now it's uh, time to evaluate. And she starts seeing uh, this therapist start slipping, um, not really covering herself up and not really speaking and putting, just representing herself professionally. And then her worry was, oh, Sabrina, I don't, I don't want to create conflict. You know, she has a lot of she needed to deal with. But then it becomes what that tendency is a pleaser tendency. We tend to want to make sure everybody else is taken care of, but not figure out a way to have that open conversation. So we focus on into how do you change the way that you think about that conversation? It's not a conflict, but it's a, simply a difficult conversation. And if we don't set boundaries for the people on our team, Guess what's the showing for everybody else? Because everyone, even though you don't think they're watching, they are observing you, right? Even from our subconsciousness, uh, from babies, we all know they mimic us, right? They play piggy poo. But while we are growing up, technically we're doing the same thing. We just don't say it out loud. And then if we allow other people to slip their boundary in professionalism, in how do you treat each other, treat patients, then everybody else is going to think, oh, okay, I can just do the my bare minimal. Or if you let this person slip, then I can slip too, right? So you said, what does it mean for the bigger goal here, bigger um, concept and, and uh, be okay to say, I have to be able to put my foot down. And if I can recognize, oh, I'm speaking by just pleasing someone, I recognize that quicker, then I can do self neuromodulation, right? Even within two minutes, calm myself into a better focused state and then pivot into those empowerment state of sage, right? Uh, and for so, all of us. So Sabrina, you're, you're suggesting that we should have some insight and awareness of ourselves. And in that, in that particular instance, there was a person who's trying to please 
and not have a crucial conversation with someone on their team who's not showing up fully. And normally we would just let it be, make excuses for that person, let it go. But that by itself is causing disharmony in the team. It's, it's, it's excusing behavior. It's lowering the standards of the whole, you know, situation. And that will cause worse outcomes in the future. But by realizing what's going on, knowing that it's not a confrontation, but just a, you know, more of a challenging conversation, perhaps, and addressing it head on, and then up leveling that person, and maybe coaching them up, you're able to then move forward as a high performance unit. And tell me now, like, that's, that's a phenomenal technique. But tell me, I think one of the things you're well known for is the peak performance, and there's five levels of peak performance or five strategies. Yes. So number one is always, how do you define your value? How do you define that final vision that you have? And it's not even just a short term, right? And then we, we know career goals and mission really should be complementary to life mission. So we have to be able to combine both of them to see what does that mean for you? How do you even want to live? Right? How many of us have asked ourselves that? And instead of, uh, as you were mentioning earlier, yeah, we all feel like, oh, our partner is on vacation. It's okay. Let me just pick up this call, right? And then one weekend after another, and then you start feeling really burned out. And if other people start doing that, then they start feeling like unequal, not fair. And then they start going to start figuring out what other practices I should go to, right? And then we know it's a huge cost with staff turnover. So number one is the, what does that mean to you to have that ideal lifestyle, ideal career? Uh, how does that mean? Like, how do you even visualize it, right? And then so once number you one is getting absolute clarity on your vision. And you wanna make sure you're saying, get the career mission, as well as your personal mission to inter interconnect, align, even forge together. Great, Correct. what's the yeah. second one? Second one is to figure out how do we gain continuous momentum? We have a lot of different projects, right? Different way that we can improve patient access or better team um, bonding events. There's so many different things that we can implement and then things that we feel like it are those are good for us. However, which one do you really tackle on and then be a finisher in that project and not just get so excited and get started and then now you're dragging out six months to even do it, right? Or become a back burner. So now we have to figure out the ways that make you to generate continued momentum. So that's number two. So and number two sounds like it's 80-20 rule. It's Pareto principle. It's figuring out of all the things that are there, which ones do I need to do that will create that uh, continuous momentum and make you a finisher versus a starter and a back burner. That's right. awesome. Okay, what's number three? Number three is mastering your psychology. Um, we can break down of the 10 sabotaging tendencies, which one do you have? And uh, it's okay to have them. We are simply saying, this is part of me. I'm accepting that. But then I can quickly identify them when they happen. And then I can shut them down and then pivot into the sage part of brain. So I can get to where I need to go, make the best decision quicker. So you're using number three is really the mastering the psychology using the 10 saboteurs and finding out, hey, look, they may be part of who I am. It's more about instead of just denying it, it's accepting it, but then having the awareness. And then one, one, one of these tendencies, these personality traits, this kind of negative feedback loops, behavior feedback loops gets triggered. You shut it down and then you pivot. That's awesome. And what's number four? 
Number four is based on your energy level. You can actually reset your energy within two to five minutes, um, but you also need to know what's your natural cycle based on your sleep pattern. There's four of them in all human um, population and understanding those can actually help you to identify the only two to three hours of peak performance hours in that day. And most of us don't know when, when those occurs and we probably pile on a bunch of stuff that we need to do and they are wasted. Um, and we can optimize those time in our day. So yeah, four energy levels. So sleep patterns, learning your sleep patterns, circadian rhythm, um, uh, then the two to three hours of peak performance, which, you know, culture likes to call it flow state. Um, you know, uh, Craig Ballantyne likes to use the word magic time. So it doesn't matter, but identifying those things and you can get two to three X the amount of work done in those times than anything, anywhere else. And that's how high performers seem to be able to be everywhere at once or doing so much at once is they, they go to where they're five times more productive than the average person during these blocks so identifying those blocks and what's the last one five number five so there's actually two more but the oh, okay. uh, one the most important one really is to create your own freedom compass so uh, having that guide for you to understand what does the time mean to you how valuable is that for you and then start breaking down the 10 different essential part of your life on um, how are we prioritizing all of them? How are we intertwining all of them? So you're not seeing gaps in your life. And then uh, we go into the focus funnel because then we have the guide to say what I can eliminate, what I can delegate and not just have this concept in our, the back of our head, but not actually implementing. So once we can do an exercise, usually people who work with me, even just based on that exercise, we can cut at least 10 hours out of their weekly schedule because we're seeing so many of things that they don't like to do. They're not really good at, but they just feel like it's an obligation. And people constantly saying, Sabrina, if I can just get rid of these 80, 90% of those, that would be much lighter. Um, so that's one of the main components. That's awesome. Guys, this has uh, been a phenomenal interview with our, our good friend, Sabrina. She's talked about efficiency. She's talked about peak performance, the freedom compass, the focus funnel. We've talked about uh, really uh, the, the trap that a lot of practitioners fall into, which is, you know, get into a, a medical rut and just rinse and repeat. And we're comfortable, but we're not courageous and able to step out of that and achieve our truest potential. So, uh, Sabrina, how can people find out more about you? I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can search me there and you can also go to my website, sabrinarunback.com. And if you, I would love to hear people's stories. And for those of you who really wanted to share your authenticity and then your practice and what you are all about to encourage other practitioners, come on my podcast as well. Awesome guys. And all of that's going to be in the show notes, uh, Sabrina's uh, uh, full name. So if you guys want to search her, Sabrina, S-A-B-R-I-N-A. -A. Last name is Runbeck, R-U-N-B-E-C-K. And all the uh, information will be in the show notes. Thank you, Sabrina. And one last question. What's the impact you want to have on the world? I just think if everyone can feel happy, jolly, and simply understand who they are better, and we can really do anything that we want. Fantastic. Thank you so much. All right, uh, Limitless Tribe, until next time, stay phenomenal, and I'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. 
If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.